Welcome to Creepy Kentucky. I'm Quinn. And I'm Laura. And um, is there anything we want to talk about before we uh, jump back into our old pal Bigfoot? Oh, I mean, not literally. Oh, that sounds, uh, that sounds painful. <laughs> that sounds painful for the Bigfoot. But <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm good. All right. Well, I mean... I'm dreading work tomorrow, I'll tell you that. Oh, I'm sure. After uh, this past week, especially Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Dear God. All right. So. All right. Yeah, I know. I'm going to need it. To God, Godspeed, John Glenn. Um, so, where we left off last week, or the week before last, I don't even know what time, what day it is. Um, we were, we had just finished talking about the Spotsville monster and all the various, um, sightings of that. And then, so we're still back, so we're going back to the 70s. So, alright. Um, so, back to the 70s. So, so, a boy saw a gray-brown man-thing, that was what he called it, a man-thing, Hiding near his family's campsite at Nolan River, River Lake uh, in Grayson County. Okay. Um, in spring of 1976, five witnesses had three Bigfoot sightings in C- Christian County near a place called Pembroke. And they claimed it was six feet tall with glowing green eyes. So, also, this is kind of interesting. Uh, in 1976, a soldier who was camped out in, on Fort Knox saw a six and a half foot tall hairy biped standing in uh, high grass. Oh. Yeah, in Fort Knox, of all places. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought so, too. I was like, hmm, that sounds like you would think that, well, I mean, nowadays, if that happened, there'd be, like, video of it all over the place but right you know, not, yeah. not then no. probably in 76 no that's a little too too yeah. soon for yeah a little too a little too um a simpson county policeman saw a biped cross the road in january 1977 and it was allegedly part of a spate of sightings in the area Um, In Perry County, July 1977, witnesses heard their ponies get agitated late at night. Um, Thinking it was a bobcat, they went outside to confront it, only to see a seven to nine foot tall bipedal creature as broad as two men. (laughs) I mean, what a thing. Like, you think, I'm going to go get that bobcat. Oh, no, I'm not. Uh, uh no. <laughs> a, it's not a bobcat, and B, I'm not going to go get it. Oh, uh, yeah. Hashtag, that's not a bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Angela. All right. <laughs> uh, in July 1977, a couple, quote-unquote, stargazing <laughs> on, old, oh. yeah, on old Taylorsville Road near Louisville saw a white bipedal creature. And two months later and three miles away, the man saw the same creature and he later told investigators that the locals called it a sheep man a sheep man yeah okay yeah so that's interesting because i guess because it was white i don't know i that's the best i could come up with um yeah 
in August of 1978, four men in Owensboro formed a Bigfoot posse. Uh, It was on a place called Fairview Drive, and they allegedly chased one in their neighborhood after police refused to investigate their sightings. Um, One of the men supposedly shot at the creature three times with a 45, but it still got away. Oh, my. I mean, he probably missed it because yeah. like, I missed a lot of shit with a gun and I wasn't run- and I wasn't trying to chase anything. I was like actually aiming at it. So. Also in 19- August of 1978, a small boy was camping in Natural Bridge State Park. I assume he was not by himself. Uh, when he smelled, I would hope a, not. yeah, I would hope not. Uh, he smelled a horrible odor, and then he saw a huge footprint, and then he saw what made the footprint—a huge biped with what he called greasy fur. Oh. And yeah, and as the boy ran to get his stepfather and his uncle, the creature vanished. And the boy said the footprints were twice the size of his se- stepdad's size ten and a half shoe. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, In autumn of 1978, a family was disturbed in their Henry County home by a large bipedal being standing by their barn. Uh, Later in 1979, they recorded sounds of strange calls and cries in the area. Uh, A game warden said they were the sounds of some animal mating, wildcats mating, although there aren't supposed to be any wildcats in the area. In December, okay, so, uh, in December of 1978, a lady in Johnson County, Paintsville, was sitting up listening to the radio since there was flooding in the area, so she was wondering, like, what was going on, and suddenly she felt her house shake, and she saw something furry in her window, and as it moved away, it walked through a nearby graveyard, ripping up small trees and bushes. And the thing about the sighting is that, remember the story last week of the couple that, like, he went to the hospital and she was a nurse and then he just, his mother told him to tell her it was just he fell or whatever. Yeah. And then she went to work for him and they got married and then he told her the truth about his big foot. That was the nurse lady who had this sighting. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, I thought that was I was inclu- that's why I included it cuz I thought it was interesting that like that was the second thing that she had something to do with Bigfoot. Yeah. Like her husband was there but he didn't have any part of that sighting. That was all hers and hers alone. Yes. Yeah. So, in 1979 something shook a trailer uh n- near your favorite place in Kentucky. Oh. It's our old hangout, Big Bone Lick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that yeah. is our old hangout. Yeah. <laughs> and then a year later, something shook that same trailer. Man. Because, trailer. yeah, it did not like that trailer. No. Yeah. And that's the end of the sightings from 1970, the 1970s. And now we're going on to sightings from the 80s. And now these sightings and the sightings from the 90s are going to feature dramatic readings from uh, Quinneth Paltrow. 
Oh. Our old, <laughs> our old pal, Quinn Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing that I can remember about the 90 or the 80s that was like a big Bigfoot type thing in like the media and in cult, pop culture was Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I can remember specifically. And then last week, well, the after, week before last, you know, I was talking about like, oh, the Patterson-Gimlin film was filmed and then Legend of Boggy Creek. And I couldn't think of anything else. And then, of course, as soon as I quit typing, like, then I started remembering shit. <laughs> That's always like, how it works out. Because, yeah. like, there was an episode of The Six Million Dollar Man with Bigfoot. What? Yeah, and then there was an episode, and he Bigfoot may have guest starred on the Bionic Woman too. My memory of that is fuzzy. Um, there was a horror movie in 1970 starring John Carradine called Bigfoot, and a movie called Bigfoot Man or Beast. And then there was that awesome, awesome program in Search of. Oh My yeah. favorite program. And they did some Bigfoot shows on there, so that was all during that was all during the uh, lovely, lovely eighties or seventies, though not during the eighties. Okay, so Kentucky during the nineteen eighties has twenty-seven reported Bigfoot sightings, plus se- at least seven reports of noises and/or footprints. Ooh, yeah. Okay, now. In fall of 1980, several reports emerged from the Mason-Fleming County areas. Um, First, a couple was watching television when they were distracted by something on their front porch. And this is where, number one, this is you. Oh, okay. Yeah. And these are actual, like, quotes from the people that had the sighting. Should I do a southern accent? I mean, you do whatever accent you want. Knock yourself out. It was seven feet tall. Four hundred pounds with glowing pink eyes and a coat of white hair. The hair on its head was longer, like a horse's mane. Oh, that's very good. Uh, The man of the house fired two shots at it and it ran away. So... Six days later, a woman was reportedly chased by Bigfoot at Maysville Central Shopping Center. Because, of course, she was. Yeah. Um, a short while later, uh, a man in rural Fleming County heard noises on his back porch. And when he investigated, he saw a tall, dark figure running away. And this is number two. Okay. It was very dark. So I really could not tell you exactly what it was. It stood up like a man, but it was so dark, almost all I could see was a huge shadow and made a thumping noise as it ran away. Yep. And upon investigation, (laughs) the man found his outdoor freezer raided and food scattered about with unusual white hair stuck to the freezer and large footprints in the yard and in a nearby gully. Then, four weeks later, a truck driver stopped to pick up a hitchhiker 
but quickly drove off when he realized he'd stopped for a seven-foot-tall ape-like creature covered in white hair. Oh. Like, like, how bad was his eyesight? That like, not <laughs> hashtag not a hitchhiker. Not a hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright and then he he actually used his his TV radio to contact the Maysville police and ask no. if anyone yeah and ask if anyone had reported any zoo apes missing which I thought like man you gotta be like really worried to be honest with you if you think that like you're actually going to go to the extent of of contacting the police on your CB and be like, uh, y'all got right. some, y'all got some missing animals right there somewhere. Okay. Um, also, also, in the uh, years between 1980 and 1983, a rural family in the Rush Creek area of Carter County claimed several strange incidents, including. Strange cries, broken trees, slaughtered wildlife, and number three. I'm not going to do the accent on this oh, one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> An old Indian man looking through the window. There were about 30 other witnesses, but they were of no use because they wouldn't talk about it. They sound like assholes. <laughs> they do sound like assholes. Your friends, your friends, you need better friends. As, as, as that one girl told those kids that came into Hustler last week, you, you need, need better, better friends. friends. <laughs> and they're actually that couple's, that family's children saw Bigfoot in the 1990s. Wow. Um, in the late in the late seventies and early eighties, large footprints were reported on the land between the lakes. Um, police called them a hoax, but investigators claimed that if they were, the perpetrator went to a lot of trouble to leave footprints where people could barely go because of the weeds and thorns. So. Um, a lady named Jan Thompson, and I don't care if you what accent you use of these, because this these stories are insane. Uh, they are insane. A, yeah, a lady a lady named Jan Thompson reported uh, several weird sightings in the eighties. Um, she said that two policemen, for one thing, she said that two policemen arrived at a gas station she worked at, shaken beyond description. Um, they had been at the scene of a gruesome killing of humans at the land between the lakes. Um, she claimed that the police told her the bodies were slashed by number four. <coughs> Well-defined claws. <laughs> or nothing long incisors. The bite marks were much larger than any mountain lion. It, kept it was kept hush-hush. And a secret was demanded on all those involved. Yeah. A sacred silence. I forgot the. I forgot the word silence. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> All right. Well, get ready for more. <laughs> okay, because the same witness reported several quote dog man sightings in her area, including one with two cousins, and that's number five. All right. Oh, so this is still Jan Thompson. Oh, this is still Jan Thompson. Yeah, she's she she has yeah she has a lot to say. All right. The piece I saw at my cousin's house resembled more of a Bigfoot, except for the pointed ears and long snout and claws, that it had kind of a cross between the werewolf and the Bigfoot. 
either the thing did not have a neck or it blended in with the tall head. Wide shoulders, thick chest, thick legs, big round eyes, long teeth, wide mouth, bombastically large, top-heavy chest. The ears were laid down towards the back, not standing up like a dog does when they are being agitated or angry. The nose didn't appear to be a glossy black like that of a canine, but part of the facial skin. There was short hair around the muzzle and facial features, and then it got longer and scraggly. I mean, that was brilliant. Um, <laughs> all right, so Jan also reported seeing... Okay, so she was on her way home from Indiana one night, and she reported seeing a naked man with milky white skin, a monstrous bloody face, and long matted scalp hair while she was driving on her way home. Oh, also, Lord, Also, I'm just going to say... Like don't like Jan's coming back here eventually too. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll keep Jan's voice. But yeah, because Jan's got uh, Jan's got a little bit more coming here shortly. She's uh, got more to say. Yeah, she's got more to say. Um, so two fishermen saw a Bigfoot descending a tree in Union County in 1982. Now Union County is next to Henderson County so it, that might actually be part of the Spotsville Monster set of sightings but I thought it was interesting that it was, it was climbing down a tree. You yeah know? that is weird. Yeah. Um, so near Lost Creek in Breathitt County searchers found child sized footprints and they were footprints not like shoe prints on the ice of a frozen creek um, oh. Yeah, no one admitted to having a child out, and there were no missing children in the area. But one of the witnesses remembered his grandmother telling him about leaving food out when she was a little girl for the, quote, hairy man. Ugh. Um, in 1985, there was a sighting near Georgetown in Scott County. Four passengers in a car saw a tall, dark, hairy man-like thing in the headlights. Um, it was eight or nine feet tall and in no hurry as it walked over a six-foot roadside fence. It had a strong, indescribable odor. Oh, my. And four teens heard a loud scream from the woods in southern Jefferson County. Uh, they stopped and heard something crashing through the woods towards them. So they got the hell out before they saw anything. That was smart. Okay. So, those were kind of like highlights of the 80s sightings. And now we're going to go on to the 90s. And I want to like say too that like I don't like have all the sightings. Like I'm not writing like I'm not writing all of those down. But I do want to give like a fairly like good sampling just to show like there's a lot of different characteristics that oh, they're yeah. putting out. And it's like all over the place. Like, there's Eastern Kentucky, Northern Kentucky, Southern, Western, all over. Like, even even areas that aren't, like, super rural, like, outside of Louisville. Like, mm -hmm. are you, they're seeing them there, too. Um, so, anyway. In the 1990s, Kentucky had at least 44 reported sightings. And then, plus, there was a report of, quote, several sightings in Crittenden County. Okay, so. We begin with our old pal, Jan Thompson. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I don't think I had anything quoted from her on this, though, unfortunately. Okay. All right. But she was uh, working as a courier 
at that time. And while she was driving a back road in Marshall County, she saw a herd of deer run across the road in front of her, like scared deer. And oh. there were birds flying out along with them. And then they were followed by an eight or nine foot creature that growled. Um, in, yeah, instead of just turning around and fleeing like a normal person would, I think, uh, the, she, she delivered the package. <laughs> Good job, Jan. There's just something so funny about that to me. I think it's because, like, I watch Seinfeld all the time, and there's an episode where Costanza, George Costanza, like, there's, like, some kind of small fire in this apartment he's in, and it's during a kid's birthday party. So he starts pushing people out. Like, he pushes this old grandmother with a walker out of the way, and he pushes a bunch of kids out of the way just to get out. And then later in the episode, Kramer, he's, I don't know, he's on a, he's on a bus and the bus is getting hold up, held up and he, the bus driver has a heart attack or something. And he's driving the bus and fighting off the guy, the crazy guy that's trying to rob him or something. And he kept making the stops and they ask him why he kept making the stops. And he goes, because they kept, they kept ringing the bell. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, Jan, Jan Thompson is Kramer. Like, she delivered that package. Yes. Good for her. And she is committed. Yeah. And anyway, so the person she gave the package to, hopefully the person that, you know, ordered it, uh, told I her that... they tipped her really well. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I doubt it, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. He said his livestock was often scared by noises from the woods, and his neighbor had uh, had a hunting dog vanish. Oh. Yeah. Don't like that. Um, no, I don't either. Yeah. In May 1991, two people driving on a quote-unquote north-south road in central Kentucky, so that could be anywhere, but still, uh, saw a Bigfoot cross the road in front of them. And in 1992, July, two men, father and son, were returning to the son's house after dinner uh, when they heard a loud echoing shriek, which seemed to come from all directions. Uh, however, the second time they heard it, which was right after that, it seemed to come from behind the house. So the son grabbed his gun to go after it. And as he was creeping through the woods, he heard a branch break. So he turned his flashlight on it and saw a very large upright creature, which ran away, breaking branches as it ran. And that's number six. It was definitely not a bear or a person. It's hard to put a finger on the exact smell. A skunk smells good compared to this. Ew. Yuck. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. All right. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, in Ashland, in September 1991, uh, two friends went out to, like, I just included this because I didn't know what to think about it. Two friends went out to investigate a haunted bridge, like we would have. Uh, yeah. But while they were looking around, they heard rustling sounds about 50 yards away from them. Suddenly, they saw a massive creature running short, sort of on all fours toward them. When it stood up, it was at least 15 feet tall. They ran to their car while the creature chased them. 
Uh, suddenly, another car came down the road, and the creature ran off. Uh, the next day, the pair went back to the scene and found weird footprints near the where they had had the encounter. Now, oh God. someone, well, or someone was doing a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah. That is, because that is all the other possible. All right. A small creature ran in front of a car in Harrison County in the fall of 1991. And this is number seven. Okay. The thing that got me about this thing was that it was on two feet, but the legs looked to be lupine. It, however, was not a dog. My friend looked at me and asked if I saw that. The best description I can give is to imagine a slightly shaggy monkey with lupine legs. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I... Weird. Yeah. I like... I don't know, like, that that's really a Bigfoot sighting. I don't know what else it, what it is, though. Like, it's so odd. Right. Yeah. Like, a monkey with dog legs? Yeah. Weird. Very odd. But, I mean, Jane also kind of said it had dog legs. Yeah. Didn't she? Yeah. Well, I mean, freak, who knows? If there's portals to other dimensions, we don't know. Yeah, who we knows don't know what's coming. Over there. Yeah. All right. In July of 1993, a young man was hiking on Bear Mountain near Berea in Madison County. Uh, All right. Yeah. He had a brand new pair of binoculars he wanted to try out. Uh, so he rounded the cliff. As he rounded the cliff, he said he looked into a hollow that led into a briar thicket. And about 250 yards away, he saw what he thought was a brown bear. But when he looked through the binoculars, he could not believe what he saw. And that's number eight. It was sitting on a log with its back to me, with a rock in its hand beating on the log's side. It had a back that was at least two and a half feet across and covered in short, thick, reddish-brown hair. It looked like a giant hair-covered man with no neck. The hands looked human, the skin a dark grayish color. The head was conical. Suddenly this thing must have smelled me or sensed me because it stood up and looked in my direction. It had a bulged forehead near the eyebrow, large round dark eyes, and a flittered nose like a gorilla. It turned and dashed off through the thicket. And he later estimated it to be about seven feet tall. So yeah, that kind of sounds like... Uh, Harry the Henderson. Yeah. 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 Me. I've never seen it, but that's kind of what I picture Harry looking like. like. What, what I think I've I mean, seen from that. Like, that's kind of a typical Bigfoot, though. It is. So, who knows? Maybe he's just been watching that. I don't know. Maybe. Right. So. Alright. Lynn Hutton and his son... We're scouting for a place to hunt deer near Lawrenceburg in Anderson County in uh, fall of 1992, or 93, sorry. As they were walking down a pathway, suddenly a creature um, stepped out in front of them. It was about 20 feet away from them, and, and it said that as soon as they 
caught sight of each other like everybody jumped like they jumped like he jumped his son jumped the bigfoot jumped everybody jumped <laughs> yeah. and it said the creature was huge with thick matted hair and it said it he said it walked backward into the forest like it said it looked at them but it walked backwards away from them like somehow it was going to reverse time or something like, yeah, uh, nope, it's like I that. Don't want. I wasn't was never here. It's like that gif of Homer walking back into the hedge. Yes, Homer Simpson. Um, and then and and then Lynn and his son got out of there. Okay, so uh, in fall of 1994, now this uh, this sighting has a lot of witnesses. Because I also tried to do one. I also tried to do ones that actually had like multiple witnesses, and this one's got a lot. So, all right. Uh, in fall of 1994, eight men went raccoon hunting near a place called Virgie in Pike County. Um, three of the party were in the cab. Were they were in the cab of a pickup truck, and the other five were in the back, the bed of the pickup truck. So they were going down a hill. They weren't going very fast, but the driver suddenly just like slammed on his brakes so the witness who su submitted the report was in the bed of the truck but and he couldn't see what was going on but he looked into the cab of the truck and saw the three people in the cab pointing at something up ahead in the road um, so the five men in the back stood up and saw a huge seven and a half to eight foot tall creature um, they drove to where it had stood after it ran away and saw a 15 to 16 inch footprint in the mud in the middle of the road. Um, they then heard branches breaking nearby, so they got the heck out of there. Um, shortly, yeah, wise move. Shortly they returned only to find that they had run over the print. <laughs> that they had been looking at with the car wheel. Good job, guys. Yeah, you had one job. <laughs> All right. And in 1995, uh, four men had an encounter in the woods of Hopkins County. Okay, we're yeah, lots our of good old pal Hopkins County. Yeah, uh, the three were camping in an area known as Lonesome Woods, and they were waiting for the start of deer season the next day. So they sat down by the fire, um, just chatting, and then they heard loud moaning sounds sort of three three loud moaning sounds sort of like a siren he said at about 9 p.m hmm. and then at about 10 30 one of the men stepped out of the circle around the fire to relieve himself he came running back to camp saying i'm gone and if y'all have any sense you leave too okay <laughs> and the man said he'd seen something on the other side of a nearby creek it, uh, wait, 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 wait. What he said is what I should have said when I quit hospital. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> he said you'll follow me. You'll, go, you'll be gone, too. You'll be gone, too. Well, Bye. I mean, I will say that several people have taken your advice. Not me, but obviously. But several people <laughs> since you left have taken your advice and quit. Every, like, everyone should. Yeah. 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 I have a feeling several more people are going to take care of us, <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you. Alright, I think one of them might even happen this week from things I've heard. Um, oh. Yeah. 
uh so anyway it was drinking from the creek until it noticed the man when it stood up and then it stood up and watched him and it was at least eight feet tall and then like he was telling them what he'd seen and then all four men heard something running through the brush on top of a hill and that's number nine my brother had a mining light and shined it up on the hill to see the silhouette of a very large creature running on top of the hill. We couldn't make out a color, but it was human-shaped, with long arms, and ran kind of hunched over. It looked to be about eight feet tall. The sound produced while running was amazingly loud. It sounded as though a truck was being driven over a road of branches and twigs. This was enough for us. Yep. Would be enough for me too, dude. Would be enough for me too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, in fall of 1996, uh, two men were out muscle poaching in a restricted area at Lake Bartley in Trigg County. And that's another thing that I thought made this one, like, a really interesting report was the this one guy that reported, like, he admitted he was breaking the law. Like, yeah. they were out you know, picking up mussels in a place where they weren't supposed to be. Um, so anyway, they were in their car warming up, uh, and which I, because I assume having your feet, because apparently to do this, what they do, you take your shoes and socks off and roll up your pants or wear shorts, and you go into the water and you feel around for them with your feet. And that's, oh. and that's how they find the, that's how they find the mussels. Um, so they, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it is cold work. So, oh, sure. I mean, yeah, they were in their car warming up and smoking when they saw a huge man walking toward them. Um, the driver turned on the lights and the creature fled into the woods. Okay, so suddenly, number 10. We heard a loud crashing coming from the woods and yelling screams. At that time, a log came flying and hit my car. It moved my 1980 caddy. It hit so hard. I started, hit the gas, and it was gone. Yeah. Uh, the men returned the next day, and they found that the log was so big, uh, they couldn't move it. And they also found that it had come from, like, 40 feet up the hill. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so, that in... Yeah, log sorry. flew. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, like, that's, that's behavior, like, all of these two, like, a lot of these are just typical Bigfoot behavior, like, throwing, uh -huh. like, breaking branches, throwing, throwing logs, like, get all of that. Get away from me! Yeah, just get out of my, get out of my territory. Social distancing! Yeah. Well, there's a scene in one of the Bigfoot um, shows that I watch all the time. Mm -hmm. And they actually hypnotize a guy because he says he can't remember anything, but he's willing to go through hypnosis. And he actually says, like, like it's their, like, that's their world. We don't belong there. And oh. I'm sure that's what Bigfoot thinks, you know? Yeah. Okay. So in 97 and 98, there was a Bigfoot flap in Crittenden County. Uh, in October of 1997, Bigfoot were seen and heard in the Shady Grove area. In 
January of 98, a witness to a Bigfoot sighting in October, returned to the area with friends and they saw a huge bipedal creature. In August of 98, residents of Blackburn Church Road reported several Bigfoot sightings. And also in August, one of the witnesses from October of 97 was out riding with his sister and some friends when they all saw a large bipedal creature. Um, two sightings happened on March 5th, 3rd and 5th, 1998 in the Lewis County community of Firebrick. Uh, a man heard strange sounds around his home and later found the tops of trees snapped off. So on March 5th, investigators came and searched the property and experienced what they characterized as, and I forgot to put this on your, uh, I forgot to send this one to you, but as, quote, two sounds that we knew Bigfoot makes, um, as well as uh, slide, as slide footprints marked that we photographed. We felt like Bigfoot was in this area, but not, did not feel like he lived there. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's another, like, one of the TV shows, the same TV show that I watch all the time. It's called Expedition Bigfoot. They postulate that some of the sightings in Kentucky are when Bigfoot is uh, traveling north and south for the seasons, migrating. Okay. But it migrates to warmer climates in the summer. That makes sense. So... In summer of 1998, a woman and her son narrowly missed hitting something uh, that was crossing the road in rural Boyd County. Uh, they were traveling down a two-lane country road going about 35 miles an hour when something huge with long hair and long arms crossed the road in about two and a half steps, which is pretty damn few steps. Um, yeah. And it came so close to her car that she thought she might have hit it. Oh, my. On September 10th, 1998, a couple was out jogging on Bear Camp Road in Jefferson County, so Louisville. Uh, They slowed down at one point to a walk to enjoy the scenery. They heard branches breaking. They stopped and also heard moaning. Um, A few seconds later, they thought they saw a bear. So they crouched down and kept watching, and when the creature turned away from them, they saw that it wasn't a bear, but was walking like a human. So the man uh, grabbed his wife's uh, hand, and they ran for their car. Fair. Um, Two teenage siblings saw Bigfoot on a lakeside trail by Lake Cumberland in 1999. It was shaking a tree... Which, was, which is actually reported Bigfoot behavior. Um, and as they watched it, uh, it stopped shaking the tree and started approaching them. So they immediately ran away. Yeah, I don't blame them. And I'm going to close this um, with this report. So you're going to get the last word. Because I, right. I actually think this report is one of the most interesting like we've had from Kentucky. Yeah. Um, In July 1999, a young man was fishing on a small bay on Lake Berkeley. Uh, Movement across the water caught his eye, and he looked up and saw a figure in the bushes stand up and run up a hill. 
Um, he tried to make it to the other bank, but the brush was too thick. So, number 11. I would estimate it stood only about six feet tall. It was covered from head to foot in brown fur. I could see the muscles moving under the fur. I didn't see the face. I only saw the backside. What was the strangest of all was it had an hourglass figure. The arms and legs were long, but not overly muscular. This leads me to believe that it may have been a young female. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah. So that's the last of the 1999 sightings. So next time I'm going to do um, sightings from the year 2000 on. Okay. Um, yeah. There's a lot. So these will be the more current yeah. ones. Yeah. There's a lot. But it's interesting how many sightings there are from like before Bigfoot got to be kind of a thing. Yeah, that's really interesting yeah. um but yeah we've been we've been going about 40 minutes so okay yeah that's pretty good pretty good time in there for us i've started working so. on our i've started working on my origin story oh yeah well, i need to start doing that i mean you but can like i just like i just picked that one because i because I know that is kind of your origin story. It is kind of my origin story. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can do, like, the Outlaw Pass. We figured out a way to talk about things that aren't in Kentucky. <laughs> yes. I knew it would happen eventually. Power to the, power to the people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Well. And, uh. We do have a an email. Creepykentucky at gmail.com. And we have an Instagram. And we have a Twitter. At Creepykentucky. Yeah. And, uh, oh wait, before we go. Uh, I've been talking about some of the Bigfoot shows. And so last week I talked about that one called Monsters and Mysteries in America. Mm-hmm. And I will say that there are two episodes of um, Finding Bigfoot that are set in Kentucky. Okay. One of them I could not find anywhere. It's the one where they have Turtle Man. You remember Turtle Man, right? Oh, yeah. I as remember a, Turtle Man. As a guest. So it was, oh, yeah, really? there was one episode where they had that. And then there was another episode where uh, they like they did their usual thing they examined a piece of footage they couldn't agree on it they had a town hall they scoped out the area they asked people for eyewitness accounts one of them went and camped and then they got together had a final night investigation didn't find anything i mean it's the usual yeah yeah but i will say that they supposedly she supposedly went and camped someplace where they had a lot of Bigfoot activity. And it was where I used to go to the lake all the time. So I was like, <laughs> why didn't I know that Bigfoot was at Green River Lake? Ugh. Oh, another thing I need to do, and don't let me forget, is I want to print out some maps of Kentucky and start, like, 
because I've seen some maps of like where all these things have happened like over time but I want to mm -hmm. do a, do some maps of like where they've happened like in the 70s in the 80s like in the 90s and like yeah yeah see if see over time if they've changed or anything so don't let me forget I got to get Nori to print me up some maps so or maybe I'll just do it tomorrow when Nori's not there who knows yeah because it's Memorial Day and she's not going to be there. No. Yeah. All right. Can you blame her though? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, until next time. Kentucky. Kentucky. What? What? The. The. Hell. Hell. <laughs> <laughs>